working on a party that you and I are work- going to be producing in a few weeks and just getting you mean next week yeah (laughs) next week already so i'm gonna plug it right now me and persia are in the spice queers if you listened last month we talked a little bit about it and we're reuniting for our four-year anniversary plus our sister jaylen miss J, is coming back to the bay after a seven-month sabbatical so please come it's gonna be so much fun um it's next Friday. The date is the 15th. I'm looking at <laughs> it's next Friday. Look. It's next Friday and it at starts at 9. So come. It's $5 before 11 and it's sure to be the queerest time around. Yes, but also your party is what? In two days? Oh yeah. Creature, creature, creature. I'm just a regular party animal. Um, creature is having our first daytime and the theme is Blood Rave at El Rio at 2 p.m. this Saturday the 10th. Hope to see you there. Yes, I'm excited. And I don't think I work, so I might be able to come. (gasps) Oh my God, you better. (laughs) Well, I always work, so you know me. I know. I can never make it to events. How are you doing? uh, um, I'm just like you, a little manic. Um, Yeah, I just got back from L.A. Uh, We celebrated my mom's 60th birthday. And let's just say there was cases upon cases of tequila, and I'm still recovering. Oh, girl. I I was... visiting my family for almost two weeks and while it was fun i also was like i need to go back home (laughs) yeah i I couldn't handle the heat it was so hot i was just sticky and gross and i don't like being i don't like sweating unless it's for the right reasons you know (laughs) well this time you're talking about your funk last time i did so i know there we go i'm not going to talk about anything wrong with me this week Girl, just keep talking. <laughs> oh, I know it comes out. Oh. Uh, so today we have two special guests. I'm really excited, um, and we have one here now. Uh, should I address you as Alex or Alexis or Alexis, is fine. Alexis? Awesome. So we have this awesome queen who's doing amazing things uh, in our community, and I asked her. Oh wait, what are your pronouns? Uh, th- anything said with love, but uh, they or them is preferred. Okay. So I asked them uh, if they could come and talk about uh, their um, their project they're working on, which I find really awesome and important. Um, and so here to talk about it is Alexis, Alexis Atari. Oh my God! Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much for having me here today. I was really honestly excited that someone who I hadn't even met before in the drag community when I started this petition Persia you immediately were like yes I love this like let's talk more let's get involved and now you're here inviting me to spread the word about it a little bit thank you so much yeah no definitely you know I I've been thinking about the petition and the work that you're doing and yesterday uh I was being lazy and I was watching uh the Patriot Act with uh, the mm-hmm. comedian Hassan Mihan, I think that's his last name. I'm probably butchering it, but he was his uh, this episode uh, for the new season. He was uh, talking about the game world and how a lot of these gamers are um, not really treated well, you know, and they're just mm-hmm. uh, pretty much seen as disposable. Uh, 
folks. And it's really sad because mm-hmm. the amount of revenue that the gaming uh, folks uh, have is incredible. They yeah. beat, they were, he was saying how, you know, movie, music, um, Amazon, uh, and other companies all join together, don't make half of what the gaming world makes and um and so anyway so i thought of how great that you know we're, we're gonna have you here today and watching the show and um anyway i need to stop talking just because yeah <laughs> why don't we why don't we clue them into what exactly we're talking about yes. right so um my name is Alexis Atari again, for those of you who are just tuning in. And in April, I started to collaborate with um, a good friend of mine at coworker.org and thought about starting some sort of petition to uplift the drag community here. I've been performing in the drag community for about three years, and it's been a wonderful experience of being inspired by endless great artists here around me. But more often than not, I would see, you know, people being mistreated either just in general or undervalued by the audience members or the bar. And as someone who's just such a fangirl for drag, I was like, why? This doesn't make sense. Like, this should be valued more. We're part of the overall revenue in the entertainment scene here in the Bay. So in June, at the beginning of Pride season, I launched a petition calling for a minimum booking fee for drag performers and their staff. So this includes, you know, kings, queens, non-binary socialites, creatures, door people, handlers, anyone who is involved, DJs, lighting, etc. And I took upon the experiences that I had in the Bay and thought, what's fair? What's standard? What's already happening that's really good? And after meeting with um, Persia and a few other queens at El Rio and talking about it in depth, having a little round table, we kind of settled and agreed that $40 was a good place to start. And the biggest reaction I get is, wait, that's it? And I think the, the point to keep in mind with this petition is that's really a starting point. It's really a minimum booking fee. Of course, there's queens who've been in the game longer who get paid more, as they should. Um, but you know, even for someone just starting out or someone who doesn't have a frame of reference, I think that calling out and recognizing that good behavior to uplift each other rather than going around and shaming each other for <laughs> bad behaviors is a way we can um, foster and organize the really great culture we have here in the in the drag scene because don't get me wrong the opportunities here are vast and wonderful and i i don't want to change that <laughs> um i i went online and i saw the the web page and i saw that you almost have uh 2000 yeah, signatures that's it's crazy awesome. cool. it grew um you know when it just started out it was just a couple hundred and then Coworker.org was nice enough to kind of email blast their base, and um, we just got a little bit more attention here and there. And literally overnight, it jumped to over a thousand and has steadily grown to almost 2,000. And if you want to check that out online, very simple URL www.coworker.org slash p slash drag pay. So coworker.org slash p slash drag pay so um that's so awesome like when i was looking it up today i i was really uh 
I was really happy that there's so many signatures. And so what's next after the signatures? I mean, yes. it says your goal is 2,000, which is you're shy, like seriously, yeah. like just a few <laughs> signatures. Um, so what's what's the next step? Um, so we're definitely going to keep this campaign going. Um, um, other cities have actually reached out to me in interest of starting sort of a sister petition. Um, a particular individual in Austin associated with the International Drag Festival there. So we're hoping even to maybe make it sort of get a national campaign, get national attention, encourage other cities to create something that works for them because every drag scene is different, right? Yeah. But here in the city, what I'd love to do after we garner a few more signatures is not really go to bars and be like, hey, sign this contract, you got to abide by this, or go to shows and be like, you're a terrible producer, you don't pay people. I'd rather go to these shows and producers, um, and I'd love to name a few that I already know are sort of meeting this bare bones minimum, because I feel like if we recognize the good behaviors and encourage other people to follow suit, ultimately it's going to be more effective. And I don't think there's realistically any way we could hold these employers accountable like a union would. That's just a little too complicated right now. <laughs> like maybe it's something we could revisit in the future, but right now I'm I'm really not trying to start a union. Okay. Um, a lot of what you're speaking of is focusing on the positive side mm -hmm. of things. I really like that. And inclusivity comes to mind. Is there any particular experience that you had or people you're connected to um, that really motivated you to get this going? That's a good question. I think I just started to see, and I won't name names, but I started to see a lot of people I worked with closely who have been doing this six, seven, eight years and still feeling so bad at the end of the night when they come to me and be like, hey girl, this is all we got for door. We're just splitting it evenly. You know, I know it's less than when I told you, I'm so sorry. And of course, me being like not mad, a little disappointed, right? But not mad at all because I see how hard they work and I see the effort they put into everything, not just performing, booking the people, having the relationship with the bar, promoting, getting the DJ, getting the lights. Like, girl, it's work. Oh, we know. Work. <laughs> <laughs> we know. And yes. this is why, because we know and we've been there. Um, that's why I've that's why we wanted you on the show because um you know often we're so caught up in our own little worlds mm -hmm. and we forget you know and it's great that we have something like this to remind everyone including ourselves you know uh, yeah. that you know there's baby queens and kings and all kinds of folks that are you know starting and mm -hmm. and you know we want to nurture that yeah i think the other thing that i see is although we have um, really diverse scene here. Drag queens, especially male body drag queens, still kind of dominate the scene in a little bit. And I had someone approach me, um, a drag king, and they were like, hey, this is great and all, but what does this do for me? It's already so hard for me to get booked as a drag king and be valued. I feel like this might make it only more complicated. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? You're right. My petition doesn't really do anything for you specifically. And I would love to change that. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. And I hope that 
and I'd love to talk about this a little bit too. Um, the organization that we create as a result of this petition, I'm hoping that it could be a platform or a resource for people wanting to do future petitions. Hey, shows in San Francisco reflect the artistry that is here. There's no excuse for you not to have a drag king or a trans person in every show or a person of color in every show, right? We have the talent here reflect what our community is. So that could be a future petition, who knows? But I, one of my overarching goals with all of this is to engage and talk about all of this with people. So whether it's positive or negative, if you want to talk to me, find me on Instagram, get into my DMs. I'm here for it. <laughs> yes. Alexis, where do we find you on Instagram? Um, so you can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Alexis Atari. It's, uh, the last name is A-T-A-U-R-I, because, you know, she's European. She doesn't shave the pits, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but if you spell it out, it also spells Alex is a Tory, and I'm a Taurus. So that's an easy way to find me on Instagram. Okay. Okay, another thing that's striking me is um, your... I guess not just you. One thing I notice in the whole city is people come here guns blazing with a purpose and it seems like this has made you feel really empowered by doing this work that's gonna create someone's experiences mm -hmm. beyond yours. I'm curious, how many years have you been doing drag? Uh, I've been doing drag for three years and I've been in the city for six. And that's really interesting you say that because I feel like, you know, I've been through a couple of uh, some troubling times the past year. Um, I was doing, started doing drag more as like just a hobby and fun and going out and wanting to eventually work on it more. But then one day I found myself unemployed where drag was the only thing I had to pay the bills. And so I think that was another experience that really opened my eyes to how hard people work and for how little they receive in return. Um, so creating this movement and the organization to follow. I do feel really great and empowered by it because it's something that I helped create and can and lead, but it's not just self-serving. I'm really <laughs> serving myself but also serving all of my great friends and people who aren't my friends yet in the community too. Um, if you have any questions, let's see. Let's figure out what the phone number is. Phone number. Hey, Tweeka, what's the number? Ooh, we got some callers. Yeah, so it's whether oh. we're talking a lot about um, the subject of new queens and entry level into the industry of drag here in the Bay Area, but we're also open to questions and maybe open up the discussion for producers and people that have been at this for a while. So um, let's open up the lines and we'll get the number in just a second. Yes, the phone number is 415-550-0511. Again, 415-550-0511. If you have any questions, please feel free to call. Um, in the meantime, let's hear the next track. Yes, okay. Madonna girl, yeah. All I ever wanted was the world. I can't help that I need it all. The prima donna life, the rise and fall. You say that I'm kind of difficult, but it's always someone else's fault. Thought you wrapped around my finger, babe. 
question right now, baby. Beauty queen on a silver screen. Living life like I'm in a dream. I know I've got a big ego. I really don't know why it's such a big deal, though. Can you hear me? Hi, this is Truvada Boom Boom. We're sorry, your call cannot be completed in style. Please.
that I think we all can relate to is we operate within the queer community a lot in the nightlife. So um, in that vein, you have to really think about a niche that is untapped. Um, because it is so hard in the beginning to garner any kind of, mm -hmm. like you said, black or uh, not in the red, in other words. Fortunately, we started um, operating in the black pretty right on. Mm. It wasn't till the middle that I started, or sort of last year was kind of hard when I started to see a deficit and I pro I wasn't going away with money. I'm happy to say we were able to pay all our performers still, but mm -hmm. um, the thing that I think is the most important and resource that I wish there was something sort of magical about is getting our bodies into the club, especially in the changing landscape in San Francisco. Um, there's a lot of people coming that are young, but they're not, they're working these crazy jobs at Google or whatever. These people aren't necessarily going out. Maybe they're weekend warrioring at El Rio or something, but the, a lot of the events that we produce are um, happening during the week. And if we can really s keep in mind to try our hardest to support those of us who are trying to create some sort of culture that um, exists here, then that's the best thing we can do. For now, what I can think about is continue to be inclusive and connect to newer generations, keep our, um, mm -hmm. keep our connection strong with our elders that are still active in the community and um, show up for our, our um, siblings that are doing events in the present. So I don't know, that that is kind of a tricky situation, but at the end of the day, it's all about queer love, inclusivity, and reaching out and actively um, working on a friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, yes, looking for uh, those, finding those resources. Um, I personally don't have, well, I do have my own party, I forgot. <laughs> 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 you want to tell us? Uh, yeah, it's called Chingonas at uh, the Stad, and but uh, prior to that, I hadn't I hadn't produced anything in such a long time. Um, the first time I produced anything was many many years ago at Esta Noche, the old um, uh, Latino gay bar on 16th Street, where was my drag home, and performed there for six years straight every weekend. Um, so they gave me a night, and yeah, I, I was pretty much under the red. And all the only performers was my friend uh, Jesse Sangria, drag king. Which there was no drag kings performing at Esta Noche at that time, mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a shocker. So it was her and myself, and we just would play loteria, and okay. so we were trying to be creative. We would, I would print out my own posters to put outside, and that came out of my pocket, mm -hmm. um, and my ex and, and my friend Jessica and we you know we put different music videos uh, on the screens uh, with the little messed up TVs um, and um, 
And so we, you know, we try to pull resources. And uh, I, I worked at the MoMA, so I always asked, I'm like, hey, can I get like a free, you know, pass for the MoMA? Or also worked at SF uh. Jazz. So I always found ways of like, f- since we had that, you know, the game, whoever won, oh, you got two free tickets to the MoMA or to like a ticket to SF Jazz or whatever other jobs I was had at the time. And it's, you know, figuring out like uh, your resources. Uh-huh. Are you saying that you would use that as advertisement to sort of... Well, I couldn't because I would get in trouble, but I would say, oh, <laughs> uh, winner gets two tickets to a very cool museum <laughs> located downtown. Oh. I can't say what it is, but wink, wink, and some third and a mission. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, you know, it's uh, finding creative ways to uh, mm-hmm. sort of support the redness. Yeah. <laughs> God, you are so resourceful. If there's anything you can just go with the flow and make it happen. I know it's I right. ever you. What do you say? I, <laughs> make something out of nothing or something I'm a, like that. W- no, I'm always like, uh, this is as good as it gets. Let's make it happen. <laughs> you do every time you finish your makeup. You're like, okay, that's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> you put on your wig and you go. Off well, yeah, you know, sometimes you don't have time going from job to job to job, and so you just gotta make it happen. You know, as long as you bring it on stage and show the children, then you know. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, no. Well, I'm loving what I'm hearing from both of you, just like this queer experimental love and art atmosphere and culture we're all really trying to create and how resourceful drag kings and queens can be in our art and profession. And I I feel like maybe when I say I want to provide resources, I want to clarify, like, I'm not trying to necessarily create new resources. There's resources out there, right? We just got to reach out and grab them. And so I can imagine even hiring you two to help do like a workshop for people who are interested in starting their own show and just giving like a little one hour, two hour workshop rundown of like, hey, this is where you got to look for like the promos and this is how you got to make your posters and this is how you got to do this, that and the other thing. And then eventually, wouldn't it be nice if if you could apply and be like, here's a $500 grant for posters all year? It doesn't come out of your own pocket and you can focus on making that money at the door to pay people. So that's a little bit of what I envision for the future, finding, engaging more with my community, learning more about what it takes to produce a show. Cause honestly, I have not done that myself and figuring out ways that I can reach out and grab that, those resources, whether it's money or free stuff or connections or network and really give it to people who are new or give it to people who are in the game. Um, maybe struggling a bit or want to take their show to the next level. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. That was awesome. I feel awesome (laughs) right now. Anytime. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, We are running out of time for this segment, but we're going to play another song. And when we get back, we're going to speak to local artist Tyler Holmes, who's also. Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I cut you off. Sorry. That's okay. I think that was a good time to t- cut off. Okay, we'll be back with Tyler Homos. I mean Holmes, uh, my other drag child. That the un- the other unwanted ch- drag child. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank much. you. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Let's just keep connecting. There's so much. 
This is Persia, Hi. and you're, you look really distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pause it. Okay. Leave me alone. I don't know this stuff. You know. My name is Yves Saint Croissant. My name is Persia. And we were just speaking to Alexis Atari, and we wanted to plug one more thing. Check out the Bay Area Reporter tomorrow, where she will be cover, covering Work is Work, the petition for drag equity or maybe she meant to write equality uh, but <laughs> check it out it comes out tomorrow girl uh, so yes uh, we were so happy to have them here in our show and I learned so much uh, yeah it's about you know creating community and organizing speaking uh, of community I think we have a community member maybe a family member on the phone I know Tyler hi can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you. <laughs> How's it going, girl? Uh, it's good. I'm tired, but great. How are you? Uh, you know, a little sweaty is kind of hot, and I, you know how I hate to sweat. But talking about your funky shit. I know, but um, well, last month we had Sancha. And then, of course, Ew. this month I was like, I have to have my other drag child on here because uh, not only because you're my drag child, but also because you're amazing and talented. Oh. And, uh, well, we want to hear what you've been up to lately. Well, I know, but the folks who are listening don't. So tell me all about it. And hi, Tyler. Persia was talking so much and I couldn't get in to say hi. How are you? <laughs> Love you too. How are you, girl? Good. Okay. So, yeah. Tell us what's been going on with you. So, I have uh, the the notes. The quick Tyler Holmes notes. Summer was busy. I was working. I played four shows that are kind of big. We did um, 2727 California. It's a gallery in Berkeley with a program called Hush Hush that is run by uh, Silky. Silkworm, and uh, we played with Colin Self, who was really cool, who uh, plays with Holly Herndon, who's a great artist, and then we did um, a performance at Bandcamp uh, headquarters in Oakland on August 2nd with Star Amarasu and with Ghost in the City, and that oh, was really I saw cool that. to get to see their beautiful, beautiful space. Um, and uh, Persia, you know, we, I played with uh, our coworker Lisa and her partner Justin. They were my horn section or my wind section. Yeah, that was so cute. I saw the Insta story. I was like, oh, they're, oh, yeah, it was so beautiful. They're angels. Um, but that was that was July, August. Uh, it was pretty busy. We're releasing two music videos next week. Um, one of which is called Two Tyler's, and it is co-directed by. Myself and Chani Bachwinkle, who is a queer uh, auteur and photographer uh, and based in Oakland, Oliver. And uh, that video is um, 
sort of, I'm a cult leader in that video, and it's kind of based off of uh, scenes from Macy May Marlene and uh, some scenes from The Color Purple. Um, and the other video is a drag video shot with my sister, Vane Hain. Yes! And co-directed with her, and she edited and did all the magic to make it uh, awesome. And those are both going to debut next week. There's, a, I think, going to be an article coming out about the, the two videos, and they were shot both in the same place, in Dos Rios and Mendocino, um, and I'm very excited about that. Ooh, well, stay tuned for that. I know. I can't wait to see your craziness. Yeah, they're, so one's kind of a little more... Well, I'll, I'll let everybody decide how they feel about them. They're, they're different boots, for sure. <laughs> for those um, of our listeners that aren't super familiar with your work, would you like to s- explain a little bit about what you do? Uh, sure. It's, uh, that's always hard, and I, uh, you know, now that I'm being asked more and more, I'm trying to, like, figure out uh, concise ways and ways that are clearer to uh, other people <laughs> that aren't so abstruse about what my music is. Um, I would say uh, my music is... Uh, the goal for me in music is highlighting uh, the human and the emotional um, and the bittersweet because um, life is really complicated and I feel like a lot of music tries to be one genre or one emotion or one thing like that. And I think uh, in this post-internet culture um, and just in real life, there's more to it than that. So I try to incorporate different styles, different sounds. I usually um, start with electronics. I produce electronic music, and then I uh, I give the notes to acoustic players, and I play with electroacoustic arrangements. So I play with electronics and with people playing real um, acoustic loud instruments, and then I'm singing and screaming. It's interesting that you say um, it's about emotion coming from an emotional place, and um, that you. For me and you, we've been friends for several years now, and I've seen a big change in your music, and that does seem to um, reflect what each human is going through on a daily basis, and it's been years, so you are definitely, um, I feel like that rings so true for someone that knows your music. But enough about talking about it. Should we listen to a track by Tyler Holmes? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just kidding. Oh, okay. Let me play it. He just sent me Oh, this. wow. We're going to do a preview? Whoa. This is a preview, preview world. Oh, my God. This is special. I know. World preview. <laughs> yeah. World uh, premiere. Tyler Hall. Here at House of Pride Radio it. Takeover. Rawr. Oh, wait. I have to turn on the volume. <laughs> uh. <laughs> To myself, there were two like you. I wanted to be true to myself. Hold my fate, I let it break. I wanted to be open. Hold my fate, I let it break. I wanted to be open for you. Became my father like a werewolf 
at House of Pride Radio. That was Tyler Holmes' new track you just listened to. And I'm Yves St. Croissant. And I'm Persia. Oh my God, that was so beautiful. I know. I was really feeling that, Tyler. Wait. Oh, thanks, guys. Yes. And um, I mean, you articulate it so well. Like um, Tyler's gone through many incarnations over the years, and this is an evolution. For yeah, sure. it's definitely. Uh, girl. Your age is showing, but in a good way. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, I could totally see that, like, playful, the you know, you know kind of crazy, a fun, Tyler, hyper, Tyler Holmes, who's always cold. Uh, but then also the, an element of matureness that uh, your voice always, I don't know, is just so beautiful. Oh, thank you. I know. I'll never forget that uh, that performance you did. One of the performances you did at uh, El Rio, where it was just every everyone was silent and it was dark, and you could really hear your vocals. I feel like at the beginning of well, when we first met, um, uh, I feel like it was more about like the music uh, and not it, well. Anyway. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say because I'm kind of ugh, out of it. But as you can <laughs> now tell, your age is I, I, now my age is showing. Your dementia kicking in. I know, in. girl. <laughs> don't make fun of that. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, it's it, that performance was so beautiful. It was. I felt like I was an MTV unplug, and you oh. had everyone just like so at you know captivated and just glued to you. And and every time you opened your mouth, it was just like beautiful sound you know it's anyway so i'm really excited for this new new album that's gonna come out can we hear a little um about where we can find your music and maybe is there a release date yes so firstly uh if you are listening and you have your phone handy my instagram is the tyler holmes holmes like katie holmes with an l and the like regular dot the tyler holmes um and my music is available on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. And I am uh, associated with Ratskin Records, so they have a bunch of my music on the Ratskin Bandcamp that isn't anywhere else. And a lot of my music actually is being featured in a web series called Camp Chaos, starring uh, the super uh, funny and cool uh, Matthew Camp. And it's actually a hardcore gay porn that is on men.com. And it was episodic in the Ooh, third that episode. That must be a really good film. So, Sorry, I talked over you, but what kind of, like, that is usually the worst part of porn, is the music, and if one of your songs makes it, I have to see it. Uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the, the um, actually the creator, Corey, who asked me to do it, he, he said one of the things he's really trying to do with any work that he does that, um, you know, has sex in it is trying to make, like, uh, you know, people have better music and just have better taste in general, and... Um, because, you know, sex work and porn is very much art. So to put the same, you know, budget into that that you're going to put into other things, because it's like there's, of course, people who are making really arty porn and really porny music, but to, like, you know, bring them together. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. <laughs> yeah, we all know the bow, chicka, wow, wow. We're trying to get a little, trying to progress. Oh, my God. Can you have, like, a, a hidden track where is that's the beat? Like, chow, bow, chicka, bow, wow. And you're <laughs> oh like, God. oh! <laughs> you know they asked me to uh i might be maybe doing another song with them 
um, and it's for something that might be kind of vintage. So I might <laughs> that would be so hilarious if I actually did a play on that. I'm getting oh, ideas my... with this radio show. We'll do like a new version of it. I'll actually be like bounce, wow, update it. Oh my god! You should just have a whole album like that. Just like sample, like <laughs> por- like go to like old porn and uh, get all the, the the music, and then just like you know redo it and uh, yeah. and yeah, that that would be so awesome, actually. This is inspiring. Some I, ideas are forming right before our ears. Oh my God. One night in Tyler. Oh, yeah. Tyler, before we, were we about called. That recently, like, if we had a porn, what would they call it? Because, like, Tyler isn't very interesting. Like, One night in Tyler, there's got to be something better. Because One night in Persia, obviously. No, how about One night in Holmes? <laughs> Home, mm. home's alone, it kind of felt flat, girl. I know, I know. I caught myself. I was like, oh. well, at least you did it with conviction. I know. Yeah, that didn't work. Okay, we're going to have to think about that. Yeah. Okay, Butter my so croissant. What'd you say, Tyler? Butter my croissant. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. It's been buttered. Ew. Yeah, because it's hot. Before we were um, talking to you, we were talking to a younger queen by the name of Alexis Satari, and um, she's kind of talking about her uh, trials and her um, triumphs in the scene here. Let's talk a little bit about the history. All of us have been around the block for a little bit. Who Mm -hmm. kind of inspired you to start making music or art in the bay because you've made quite a name for yourself and i think our listeners would want to know how you got started thanks well i definitely ah i wonder i think i watching like i remember seeing karen O and the yeah 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 and how much she was just like punk everywhere all the time um and being really inspired um by that and then in real life i remember i first started um going to the bridge theater to see peaches christ uh peaches christ did these midnight mass events where she'd show um campy movies and i I had, was working at a video store so i was like deep in knowledge about campy movies so she was always showing some movie that i loved and it was cool because people would get really dressed up but they would do a stage production of the movie before the movie so um, that was probably my first window into seeing like people be fucking freaks and perform and be weird in real life um, in, you know, like a really creative, cool way. And that was like really what got me started. Like I joined the book club. I started doing all this freaky stuff in San Francisco. And uh, then I met uh, Sancha. We were scheduled to play a show together in Berkeley. Um, and I definitely, it was a bunch of cool people were playing that show. Wizard Apprentice too. Circa what time was Sancha. this? That was, oof, eight years ago, maybe? Cool. Yeah. Seven or eight years? Um, yeah, and I remember I saw Sancha the first time, and she was, like, dressed like Blossom, but, like, all in black, and, like, was, like, <laughs> playing these, like, Britney tracks on the off the computer, but then was, like, rolling around on the floor, and all the queens were living for it. That is so oh. cool. It's so funny that you're talking about these, like, gritty like inspirations because one of the first memories I have of you is <laughs> you were performing with Daddy's Plastic um at at uh Soma Arts and I just remember seeing you all on the microphone, you're singing live, doing your thing, and you take the microphone and like 
basically put it up your butt or at least spy it or something and I watched the person who had to use the microphone after you completely mortified <laughs> no that were... wasn't her that was Vane oh shit because <laughs> I, I totally up. remember that she was freaking out well that just goes to tell you that the people you are who you hang out with <laughs> showing you age girl <laughs> no but i do remember that that moment where you uh, i wasn't there but i do remember sancha uh the day after or a few days later she was like oh my god i met this awesome person tyler holmes Aww. we have to like do something with her and blah 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 and oh, so i mean cute. that's how i was introduced to you um yeah but yeah, it was it's it's crazy. It's a whirlwind from there. I know, and now look at us. <laughs> We're still poor. Are the same as our Instagram handle, so if you want to Venmo us any money, we would love it. Wait, sorry, what'd um, you say? I'm saying that my Instagram handle is the same as my Venmo, so if you want to send me Oh, money, yes. That is the Tyler Holmes, like Katie Holmes. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so make sure you follow Tyler Homos. No, Tyler Holmes, sorry. I'm just so used to calling you Tyler Homos. Um, I know, we have to be professional on the radio, and you can't like, call me an asshole or anything. Uh, oh, you I just said you the word! <laughs> Wait, we're not allowed to swear? Well, we're not supposed to, but it's okay. I did it like six times already. It's fine. Okay. We're not like, you know, it's not the Ryan Secret show or anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's a homo out. No, uh, I'm showing my age again. Um, So, yeah, anything else before we let you go, girl? Let me see. Um, No, I think that's all the important stuff. Just remember to look for the videos next week. Follow my Instagram and oh, actually, we're gonna do a release show for my EP on August 30th at Pyramid Records in San Francisco, which is like on 24th Street in the Mission. It's very central to the bar. Yes. Oh yeah, and I forgot you Persia asked me to do something. August 30th at Pyramid Records. Yes, August 30th Pyramid Records release show performances by Persia, Glow, and Tyler Holmes. Uh, Persia looks so surprised. She's like, oh. I forgot. You know me. I know. <clears throat> no, but I am thinking about what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love her. her eyes are like looking uh-huh. very focused. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, love to you. See you on Monday at work. Oh, don't say I that. know, isn't it? We have to, we actually work together too. We work at an after school <laughs> arts program called Casa. Oh, summer's over. Yeah, girl, before you go, what grade? Are you still in the same grade, fifth grade? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. They moved me to shop first. shop on the air. <laughs> what? I said we're talking shop on the air. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about work on the okay, air. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Love you. Love you guys. Kisses. Thank you. Okie dokie, we're gonna go on a small break and.
it's House of Pride Radio with Yves Saint Croissant and Persia. Yes. Uh, so that was really fast. We only have like a few minutes left. But uh, I want final to thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, before the final thoughts, I just want to give a shout out to everyone out there, especially Alicia, because she told me she's like, she's like, you better give me a shout out. <laughs> Sounds like Alicia. Yeah. So Alicia is a bartender at. Um, uh, the Pilsner. The Pilsner. <laughs> She's there on the weekends. Go check her out. Go say hi to her. She loves talking. Or, um, so you know, uh, go get your uh, happy hour on, or you know, Saturday night. She's there all night. So uh, check her out at the Pilsner every weekend. Uh, so yeah, final thoughts. Um, it was a really awesome show. I really enjoyed it. What about you? Well, I just keep reflecting on how we've talked about over the years. We should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. And we're sitting here right now making it happen. And I'm really thankful for that. I know. And I want to say thank you to Tweeka. Thank you so much, Tweeka. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes. See you in a month. Yeah. So now we have to figure out who is going to be our special guest next month but before we go i want to say that um yesterday i had a really amazing um moment i am tell me i um i am part of uh so the tenderloin museum is doing this special art exhibit on aunt charlie's and its history and what it represents uh, back then and especially now. And it's so amazing. So um, I had the honor and the privilege of interviewing uh, Miss Carla Gay, uh, former Miss uh, San Francisco. And uh, her and I go way, way back. We used to perform at Esta Noche. We, uh, we performed together for about a year until they canceled our, our Wednesday show at Esta Noche. But, we got to talk about all the things she's um yeah she's been in the she she's been in the game since the late 80s and she's still working it and it's just so awesome that um i got to share you know um her thoughts and inspirations and everything it was just so so beautiful and also how beautiful a place like Aunt charlie's is because um it not only supports like the young clientele, but it really like nurtures and really is there for our elders, our elder queers, which I'll, you know, sometimes other spaces don't really provide that space, you know, but so and Charlie's does. And I love that place. And a lot of our friends perform there all the time. And I've had the, the privilege of performing there too. So um, yeah, it, it was pretty incredible, and I just wanted to just say something about it. And so uh, check out the uh, Tenderloin Museum website for all the um, the updates on that, because there's going to be a photo uh, exhibit about Aunt Charlie's and a whole bunch of events happening uh, in the next few months. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. I can see you glowing just talking about i know uh it was you know how such a crybaby i i yeah there was moments where i almost lost it but um and then at the end she was so sweet and yeah i did lose it and i was like ah, ugly crying at the tenderloin museum <laughs> oh my goodness. but well, yeah any last thoughts for you from you 
Well, as we're running out of time, I just want to revisit, I think the theme of the day is inclusivity, being present in each other's spaces and supporting our queers in any capacity. Um, and that said, I'm throwing a party at El Rio on Saturday, August 10th called Creature. The theme is Blood Rave. We have an amazing lineup and it's going to be a really, really great DJ collective. We actually flew out, I think, six DJs from the same collective all over um, the what is it called when I'm really bad at geography when you live in like Portland and Seattle, the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, me and Persia are getting back together with our girls for Club Spice on August 16th. That's a Friday at the stud. It's going from nine to late and we're going to do a reunion show. There's going to be special guest DJs as well as surprise performances. And we welcome back our sister, Miss J. J. San Francisco. San Francisco. Yes. Yeah, so I also, aside from that, I, um, I, I'll be performing at uh, Soma Arts that day before um, uh, our Club Spice. And then the next day, I'll be at El Rio. Um, and doing a fundraiser for Raices, uh, the organization helping uh, the folks who are in those horrible conditions in, uh, in the, on the border. Uh, so come check that out if you can. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll uh, close it out with a little Tyler Holmes. And see you next month. Yes. Let me see. Yes. To myself, there were two like you. I wanted to be true to myself. Hold my fate, I let it break. I wanted to be open. Hold my fate, I let it break. I wanted to be open for you.
beside myself. Oh my God, we have another local luminary making his way slowly into the studio, and that would be the undisputable <laughs> Brian Kent. Hey, Brian. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Brian, can you help me with the Martha Wash interview before we get into your new release? Oh my God. Perfect. Folks, to warm things up as we're playing songs that Martha has sang lead on, let's do actually in the 90s when she actually earned that crown of uh, Queen of Clubland. She was uh, making hits with all of the producers. Brian, you know all about that. Yes, I do. I do, uh, and I know all about Martha, so I can't wait to talk to her. Let's uh, have an example of that success with a Tony Moran production. I'm not coming down. It was a number one, folks. Check it out. We'll be right back with the one and only Martha Wash. I This life. 
All right, all right. You're listening to I'm Not Coming Down. That's the number one smash from years gone past with Martha Washington. It's a Tony Moran production. And folks, live on our show, it is the one and only Martha Wash. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. How you doing? Oh, it's so great to have you back on, Martha. How are you doing? Good, good. Go. Fabulous. I want to go quickly around uh, the control room. We have uh, uh, some of your fans here, some people you actually know, the one and only Brian Kent. Hi, Martha. It's Brian Kent. How are you? Hey, darling. How you doing? I'm doing good. I miss you. Good. Good to hear from you. You sound better. The last time I talked to you, you you were a little under the weather. You sound amazing. Oh, well, thank you. It's it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then we also have um, a local luminary here from San Francisco, a performance artist by the name of Vanilla Meringue. Hi there, Martha. How well, are hello you? there. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm a big fan. I've performed several of your songs. I appreciate that. Well, we Definitely. appreciate you. Which one did you perform, Vanilla? Uh, we've done It's Raining Men, and of course, Everybody Sweat. Everyone's yeah. going to make you sweat. Make you sweat yes. Yeah. Everybody dance now. I don't even know the name of that song. I just know that you sang lead on it. And you didn't get credit, but you've, everybody's worked things out now. Now we have new legislation in the U.S. and worldwide. Thanks to Martha Wash. Thank you, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right into, into it, Martha. We're super excited. You have a new uh, single that's shooting up the club charts. Uh, it's not just you. It's some of your friends. Can you tell us about this project? Yes, it's it's uh, the group is First Ladies of Disco, and it is myself along with Linda Clifford and Norma Jean Wright, formerly of Chic, mm-hmm. and we have a new single out called uh, Don't Stop Me Now, and it like you said, it is shooting up the charts, and we're very very happy about that, uh, and we want everybody to download it and listen to it and groove to it and all that stuff. It's a mm-hmm. great song. Absolutely. It's available at all major distribution sites um, on iTunes, etc. Um, I downloaded the John LePage and played it uh, on, as a warm-up song before we uh, called you. Uh, that's a great remix. Uh, um, cool. Yeah, John and uh, Moto Blanco did a remix. And... Um, Oh God! I know it's somebody else that I'm forgetting. It, it, there's so many; it, it's hard to remember every single one. Uh, I I can yeah, help you out. I'm going to iTunes now. We can sample. Together. We've got uh, DJ Scotty's on there. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it, DJ Scotty. Yeah, I do. I was forgetting somebody. Yeah, they're all great mixes, and 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 you know, if you don't care for one, I'm sure you'll care for another one. You know, they're they're different. Uh, totally different mixes and uh, just fun. How did you come up with the idea to uh, formulate First Ladies of Disco? How did it all come to be? Actually, it came about with a book called First Ladies of Disco. It was written by uh, author James Arena. And he, that was his first book. He's since written five more books about uh, the dance music world. Uh, uh, first Ladies of Disco was his first one. Then he went on to write another book about the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and beyond. 
so funny enough, I was just with him today uh, doing an interview, and um, it's 32 women who were around during the disco era, and they get to tell their stories in their own words about how what was going on with them back in the disco days and what they're doing now. And it's really a great book, um, not just a book, book to read, but it's also memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when I when I was looking through the book, there were artists that I had totally forgotten about, totally forgotten about, and I said, <laughs> "Oh my God, I do re- I do remember her, and I remember some of the songs that they did." You know, so mm-hmm. it really does kind of take you back in time and helps you remember who put out what particular song during that time. You know, so it's it's really a great read, but also great memorabilia. That's right, folks. Go get your copy of uh, First Ladies of Disco. That's a James Arena uh, book. Uh, he he sent me a message on Facebook. Uh, he asked me, I said that I can quote it uh, about you. He wanted to let you know that you are one of the most generous artists he's ever come across, uh, and uh, he honors you. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> he's, 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 so, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, we kind of dragged him. We kind of dragged him into this whole situation uh, because I think he didn't have a clue that uh, my manager, James Washington, thought up the idea to take some of the ladies from the book and create First Ladies of Disco. So um, him and I... Uh, partner together to make this a reality. And so, so far we've had Evelyn Champagne King, we've had um, uh, Anita Ward, and now we have um, Norma Jean Wright. So we kind of shift women around and and have them come in and, and, and do their hits and things like that. And then we come together and sing our, uh, our singles. That's, and the audiences mm-hmm. really just love them. Do you have a, a um, I'm sure we all want to know if you have any summer gigs coming up that we should know about. Well, I'll be, I'll be in Norwalk, Connecticut this weekend. All right. Um, uh, doing uh, uh, Norwalk Pride. And then the following weekend I'll be in, uh, or two weeks from then I'll be in, the first ladies of disco will be in Kentucky, in Louisville, Kentucky, doing uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky's Pride. And then I'll be doing St. Louis Pride on the last Sunday of the month. So <laughs> things are sprouting up, and the work is uh, the work is coming in. So, yeah, yeah, it's always fun. That's awesome. Um, now we're just going to – we're going to ask – I want to ask my guest uh, – this is your chance. Questions. I know you. I know Brian's interviewed you recently. Sorry. Well, Mar- Martha and I go way back. <laughs> we we yeah. performed together at at the, at the same gig, and, and we've been friends for a long time. And um, I just right. always love hearing from her. That's fabulous. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yes, we we did yeah. Orlando okay. Pride together, and a few other Martha, right? Uh, exactly. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you never know. Who's on the Who's on the show with you until you get there? Uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, and then you say, "Oh, okay. Hey, baby, how you doing?" You know that kind of thing. Right, 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 right. We. I was wondering, are you going to be around during uh, World Pride this year? Are you going to be in New York, or is that the same time as Kentucky? I think, right. Well, this thing just look. It started. What is today? The 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 fifth. Uh huh. The fifth. It started. It started. 
last Sunday. So it's going to be going on the whole month. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. I'm 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 going to be in yeah, New York for World Pride, so I would I mean I I was like I hope you're there because I'd love to see you. I know you're back east. Yeah, um, it, it's stuff going on every day, every night, mm-hmm. in a whole lot of different places, and outside of even New York City. You know, <laughs> there's some things going on in Long Island. I'm sure there's stuff going on in in, in Queens, Brooklyn. You know, it's just that big. Yeah, it's and they're, it's you know, huge. They're like. They're expecting five million people. That's insane. Well, I'm throwing I'm throwing uh, four events over the weekend, producing four events over the weekend as well. So I'm I'm wow. hoping that those five million people check in and come to my events. <laughs> Why don't you guys well, collaborate I, I, on a project together? I know. That's what I'm like. I need to call Martha and see what she's doing this weekend because I might I might have to talk about a a, a, a song or a gig or something. I think the fire marshals are going to be there putting the rest of those people out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, it is Pride Month, ladies and gentlemen, we, as we all know. Um, and uh, um, I, I've always been curious to ask you this question, Martha. Why do you think the LGBT community rallies around you so much and loves you so much? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't no, seriously. I don't know. I don't question it. But I can only guess that it goes all the way back to uh, Sylvester and 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 being with him and starting out with him, uh, my career, mm-hmm. and it's just evolved uh, over the years. Um, and you sang so many gay anthems. I mean, things that were really resonated in the community as well. So I think, you know, you, you stayed relevant and have for your entire career uh, in the scene. So I think that's that's really something to be said. Yeah, honey, I've been hanging off for a long time. <laughs> well, you're doing it well. <laughs> Are there a lot of uh, first ladies of disco now knocking on your door after you because you, uh, you know, have had um, two top, um, well, had a top ten with the first uh, release and now this new single, Don't Stop Me Now, shooting up the, the club chart on Billboard. Well, not necessarily. We kind of, I want to say invite ladies to come on board, you know, depending on their schedules, because that's, that's another thing. You know, while we do come together to do shows and things, we've all still have our individual schedules going on and, and, and work, you know. Yeah. So we try to get together as much as possible. Again, we'll be in Kentucky uh, premiering the song for, for uh, Louisville's Pride. And we did some. We did a Christmas show over the holiday last year, so that was really, really nice. And it's it's been slowly evolving and and getting better. Um, it would be nice if we could get more women to uh, to come on board. It's just making trying to make things happen, and it's not it's not cheap. <laughs> You know, especially no, doing a live show. No, no and to have three you individuals know. come together with everyone's busy schedule is quite an accomplishment. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. But we we make it work because we have fun, and everybody enjoys doing this because it's different. You know, even though we do sing our hits uh, that the people know, we do other kinds of music and we do tributes and this and that and the other. So it's just an all-around fun, good time. That's 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 the point. You know, everybody 
they can get nostalgic for a minute and then go off into something else and still have a great time, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Uh, how do you satisfy folks, the audience, uh, when it comes to um, the hits you had as the, the main voice on those black box and CCing the Music Factory hits? Do you, Are you allowed to sing them, or is there a way around it? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, no, I sing them. Oh, right. I love that. You, you, <laughs> I sing them. Oh, no, right. I, no, you I, you I, own those songs. <laughs> those songs. That, when I'm I, not going to say I own them, but I still <laughs> sing them. When I was and a kid... And nobody yeah. has told me that I couldn't, so. You know. <laughs> I love it. I mean, those songs moved me in my youth. I was like, oh, my God, that voice, right? Well, I, that's how I learned that she had uh, sang on those tracks is actually seeing you perform them live uh, many years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, wait a minute. <laughs> and I put two and two together, but it took I me a minute. I know that song, and I know that singer. And I know that's that voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's funny because... Uh, with the songs that people know that I do, and mostly the dance stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. The last album, the Something Good album, was different. It right. was pop and rock and, you know, and it, and it did get uh, uh, good reviews on it. Now, I'm, I've been in the studio working on some new music, and this is... This is going to make your head snap because it's totally, 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 totally different. I love it. I can't you know, wait. It's, it's, more, it's more kind of a R&B, blues, mm. kind of psychedelic type music. Oh, so I like think that. Of the, think of the 60s. I, yes. All right. I love the 60s. <laughs> I love the 60s. I love all that psychedelic <laughs> head music, trippy music, and the, and the soulful. I love Motown, for example. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, of course. I of course, yeah. can't wait. Yeah, you're you're so talented. Again, it's going to be totally different again. <laughs> well, I like to keep mm -hmm. folks guessing. Well, you have such range. Uh, you know, um, Billboard ranked you number 58 uh, of all-time dance artists. Congratulations. Uh, and, and, uh, oh. and going up, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for earning like 10 more notches <laughs> after this hit. Hey, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for joining us. I know this is a, a, a you know, as planned, a, a shorter uh, interview than the last time you were on the House of Pride. But don't be a stranger, Martha. We would love you back anytime you'd like to uh, talk about any new projects you, you have coming out. Cool. I appreciate that, and I thank all the fans too. Just hold on to your hold on to your pearls because the, the music is coming. Hopefully, in the next three months. Awesome. So be on the lookout. Awesome. Thank you. Can we get a nice round of applause? Yay. For Martha Wash. Good to talk go to you, Martha. Out. We're going to go out with more. Don't, uh, another <laughs> remix, Don't Stop Me Now, the new single from First Ladies of Disco. Why don't we check out um, the uh, Moto Blanca remix? Thanks, Martha. Bye, Martha. All right, baby. You take care. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.
Don't stop me now. What do you guys think of that song? I love it. Pretty catching. Yeah, it's it great. Is catchy. It's really great. Oh, I wanted to ask her who wrote it. Damn it. Next time. Next time. But uh, folks, it's number 23 on Billboard Club. It just jumped n- nine big notches. Um, I'm so happy to see the ladies still working. You know, it's uh, leaving their legacy behind. They have such a track record of uh, success. And, you know, when we were kids, I loved that disco music. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You, your career, Brian. Me. <laughs> you've been in the business some time. I have. You're a singer, performer. You're also a producer, club owner. I was a club owner. Was a club yeah, owner. Yeah. So, I mean, you're deep in that mix. I'm very deep in the mix. <laughs> I've, I've seen it from all different angles. You know the business. Sometimes not as pretty as other angles, but uh, yeah, I definitely, I've definitely been around. It's been a really, uh, it's been a really great ride, actually. And I've met some really incredible people like Martha and Christine W. and Jeannie Tracy and, you know, just legends that I looked up to, Crystal Waters, people that I looked up to for years and I ended up being able to work with. So it was just uh, super exciting. Super, super exciting. And I'm excited to have you back. Uh, You're a regular guest here at House of Pride Radio because uh, you're back today with your own release. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> so excited about this. It's been uh, a couple of years and a lot of my fans have been um, gnawing at me to get something done. And uh, I, I was able to work on this project with DJ Grine, um, Stephen Massey and Toy Armada, who are both super, super talented. And uh, I was doing a gig on Atlantis and uh, we, we started chatting and he, they presented this track to me and I just got so excited. It's, um, it's written by, um, some of the gentlemen that were in uh, snow patrol, the group from the nineties. And the song is called just say yes. It's, it's an amazing song. It has actually a very interesting history, which I won't get into a lot of it right now, but, um, being able to cover it and make it kind of my own has been, uh, super, super exciting. So I'm definitely looking forward to this, uh, kind of summer, summer release summer. You know, it is the 50th anniversary of stonewall this summer. I know. Uh, so I'll it's be a big there. deal. You know, it uh, uh, it all come, makes sense to me now. So we're looking for music that really, you know, is about celebrating and uplifting and uh, giving us, you know, insight and hope for the future and so on and so on. Or it just has a good beat. <laughs> or it just has a good beat. Or it has both, which is the, probably it has the, the every. So let's let's have a listen. Okay. And uh, it's not quite out yet, but it's coming out soon. Yeah, it drops on June 21st, uh, on Friday, June 21st. Um, it was, like, was released this morning um, on a podcast of DJ grind and Toyo Mata's for their just say yes tour they did a little podcast promo so it's on it's the very first song opens up the um, podcast so you can hear the whole track but it'll be available on June 21st oh great so House of Pride gets a second kind of like an exclusive yeah and this is this is absolutely exclusive Play, <laughs> played from beginning to that. end yes it is <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right um, are you ready vanilla I'm so ready let's hear it all right here goes Just tell me today and take my hand 
Trick of 
that is just say yes, Brian Kent. Wow, Brian, oh, that is Brian. a. Uh, I saw flags. What did I you love do that. It was very pride appropriate. Pride appropriate. I, can, I, I can love hear that. that Tag that over one. The streets. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, let's uh, welcome my new guest here, uh, Brian and um, Vanilla. We have Salah. Galvez? Sailor Galavis. Galavis. Is that Italian? It's Mexican. It's very so close. Jeez, I'm so on point today. Uh, Welcome. Thank you. What did you think of uh, this song by Brian Kent, Just Say Yes? It's fantastic. I'm so glad that I got in just in time to hear it. Thank you. Yay. Well, let's have a nice round of applause for Don't Say Yes. It's released on the 21st, folks. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. All right, Brian, I know you're super busy in other areas. Yeah, I have a few parties coming up. Um, we should all attend. We should, you should all attend. Yeah, so um, I have actually a really exciting thing happening here in San Francisco on the rooftop of the Virgin Hotel called Daytime Disco. I saw that already. And yeah. yeah, and it's uh, Wayne G's coming in from London, and we're going to be up on the roof from 1 to 6 p.m. doing a kind of afternoon tea dance um classic disco day so i love it yeah i'm super excited about that and then i head to new york and i have um four events over new york world pride i my events are official mm-hmm. official events of world pride new york so that's really exciting um i have um hustle ball and diesel underworld and brute so there's four different events at playstation theater and webster hall and three dollar bill out in brooklyn so when you say you have the, does that mean are you producing it or? i'm producing them yeah wow that's I'm, a lot I'm, of work yeah it's a lot of work do you have a we, team i do i have um three two partners and, and a team, and we've been working on this for probably nine months. Yeah, wow. it's been it's been literally these that's busy. Yeah, literally a labor. <laughs> so we're about to birth our child, our children. We're oh my god, quintuplets. Is wow. that what that is? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so we're we're super excited about that. Where and can uh, we go if folks are planning? On going to New York for it, this huge Pride event, uh, where do you get tickets? Yeah, if you go to SolidarityPride.com, you'll see all the events and everything going on there. Um, and then I head to Provincetown for Bear Week, where I'm going to be DJing. Okay, I'm totally jealous already. I know. <laughs> I'm going to be... Take me with you. Can I carry your luggage? I, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm going to be DJing the Bear Boat Cruise, which is always amazing. It's a 1,000 oh. people on this um, Sunset Cruise. So I like be, that ferry. Uh-huh. Oh, my on the, God. On the giant ferry, so with a huge dance floor on the top. So I'm super excited and honored to be... Um, Are you going to play? Your DJ, I am I am gonna play that song. <laughs> Fuck yeah, um, we worked hard for that, so I'm I'm very proud of it. And will you and play Steven. a Tweaker Turner remix? If I have a Tweaker Turner mi- remix, I'm gonna hook you up before you. <laughs> you better hook it up. <laughs> um, that's amazing. That's yeah. a cool gig. Provincetown. Have you ladies been there? I've never been. I'm dying to go. Oh my Unfortunately god. Unfortunately, yeah. not. What a jet setter, though. New York, Provincetown. <laughs> you're all over He's the place. He's the real deal. It's fun. It's a lot of. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of. Uh, it's it's a little tiring at times, but I won't complain because I get to do what I love. So yeah, you know that's that's definitely. Where did you get your good business sense about you? Yeah, um, you know, I, I I I guess I would have to say my my dad. I mean, my dad's super successful in his own way, and he has a successful business. I I think. I I got it from him. I, I don't know where else I would have got it. It certainly wasn't no, that school. No, that makes sense. Uh, the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, I didn't get it from school. That's for <laughs> sure. So. I got that. <laughs> well, right. Well, well, this fruit fell a little further than, than most. You rolled a bit. Yeah, I rolled a bit a bit away. <laughs> <laughs> but I found my way back, and I'm, I'm good. You sprouted, Jiro. I did. No, no, you're doing just fine, honey. <laughs> um, wow, I wish I had the flexibility to go to these New York gigs, but folks who are going, make sure you uh, tell your friends about it, and let's all support our uh, local LGBTQ promoters and producers and artists. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I always appreciate you having me on. And uh, Really Queen Radio, which was yeah. here for a while, we took, we're taking a little Tell hiatus. About it. Yeah. Well, Really Queen Radio was uh, my radio show that I did here at, at Mutiny Radio um, alongside you. Um, and then we went on our own. But uh, it was, it's basically an educational music uh, uh, podcast that has to do with, you know, I was with one of my younger friends and yeah. like an, a Martha Wash. Or, did you do a Martha or, Wash? Or Lind- I, did a, I didn't do a Martha Wash did show. They know, did the but children I, know who I did she a, was? Well, I did a Sylvester show. Oh, okay. And so we had Martha call in but the, the, it's the whole thing started because I was out and my friend was like I was stuck talking about Sylvester and he was like who's Sylvester and I was like really that's, queen uh, my god that's and so sad. that's how the show title that's got sad. named really queen yeah. and basically every week we we will uh, pick an artist that is a gay icon and we educate the uh, the ch- children on who this artist is so it's been it's a super fun show and we've, it's we almost have like a lot our, we as a, we have an, a responsibility us absolutely older queens to teach the younger queens that they know too because if you don't know who Sylvester is right you know we were doing something wrong a slice of the pie well especially if you live in san francisco and you don't know who sylvester is it's such a rich history here yeah for sure so you know we've done everyone from barbara streisand to george michael and freddie mercury barbara call in barbara uh, wasn't able to call in um (laughs) but but a drag queen in la that does barbara called in uh, next best thing next best thing so we, we we were able to secure that but yeah um but so we'll be back starting in um in october we're taking the summer off obviously because we just I can't be here. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting that going again because we have a guest every week and it's a lot of fun. But we we do have a website with all of our podcasts so you can go to reallyqueenradio.com. All right. All right. Tell us. Reallyqueenradio.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it again. One um. more time. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian. I know you have to run off because you, on top, amongst all of these fabulous things, you also... Do I, I also host At The Edge. I do Musical Wednesdays at The Edge. Um, I have a theater background, so we've been running for six years now. I can't believe it. So we do musical theaters, uh, musical theater videos and clips and trivia and all that kind of stuff. So I've been doing that forever. So that's every Wednesday at The Edge at 7 o'clock, which is where I got a jam. Fabulous. Uh, well, folks, if you want something to do in the castle, go there at the edge right now. Or, well, in an yeah. hour. Well, no, in like 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, you're going to take <laughs> Uber. Uh, but folks listening to us, don't go anywhere because the show's half over, but we still have to get into uh, um, Salah's and Joel's, um, Vanilla's stories. Plus, we have uh, Half of Dirty Disco uh, by telephone, Houston, in a few minutes. And um, then last but not least, Georgie Porgy, Chicago. But hey, did you know that Sylvester's song, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real, was just recently inducted into... I did. Finally, right? Congress for cultural value and yeah, contribution to society. Absolutely, in a sense, he is like on some level a genesis in which all LGBTQ was, you know, well, for generationally was birthed. You know, like come forth from. Uh, in my world anyways yeah absolutely so uh, with that being said let's take a short musical break in honor of Sylvester uh, and we'll be right back with more House of Pride Radio folks don't go anywhere Brian thank, thank you. you so much thank that's, you guys so much applause, Brian. thank you very much Pika
Yes, feeling funky today. How's the Pride Radio Pride Month? Ah, 50-year anniversary, Stonewall 1969. It happened in June. I always wondered why 69 was such an important number in, in the gay <laughs> culture. Now I know. That's <laughs> the only reason. Yeah, I was like, oh, th- th- I get it now. I get it. <laughs> um, wow, let's. I've got my local luminaries in the room. My God, it's so much lighter. God, I put wear sunglasses. Oh, you are wearing sunglasses. I am wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Tell us, I, I'm learning, I love uh, meeting younger uh, uh, artists, um, and so welcome both of you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, Seller. Um, awesome, yeah. Well, I'm not sure where to start. I work in theater and film in the Bay Area, and I'm also a drag performer and producer. Uh, you can catch me pretty regularly over at Oasis. Right now we're doing Sex in the City Live, and I'm both in that show and the stage manager and associate producer on that. That's a lot of hats. Yeah, it is. Well, we're a very a small wig. team. Yes, a <laughs> few wigs, actually. Um, but yeah, there's only a handful of us who work on those shows. So we all have to wear the hats on what a bigger production might have like 20 people. There's like three of us. Um, but I like it. I like the hustle. What's the actual physical role that you play in that production? Well, I play a lot of ancillary characters because I'm also responsible for keeping the show running. So you can see me as guy at movie theater. Um, who else do I play? (laughs) Uh, the manager at the sandwich store and, um, Oh God! I play one other person. Oh, girl getting made out with at party. So oh, that's great. All, all of those big roles in the show. What do you put into that role to make it convincing? <laughs> A lot of. Prepare for that kind of role. You know, it's different every night because the actor who's playing the boy I'm making out with plays it a little bit differently every night. So I really can't prepare. I just go in there and you know oh, let the let the making out session take me <laughs> to wherever it's gonna go. It's like Calgon, take me out. away. No, we don't. Uh, uh, boo. I was going to say, at least you get it. Yeah, we do <laughs> nuzzle chins a lot, mm. and there's a lot of butt grabbing. And he do, he usually will lift me up and throw me over his shoulder a little bit at one point Ooh, to uh, really, really sell it. I wish somebody would do that to me. Yeah. Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never too late. That's true. <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> we might have to change your name man. to like French vanilla. Yeah. Oh, there Whoa. we go. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> so that uh, where can folks when is this production over is it going on right now no yeah we just opened this last weekend and it runs all the way through june and through the first two or three weekends of july so uh you plenty of opportunities every thursday uh friday and saturday at oasis that's super exciting now everyone knows well not everyone knows oasis most people in san francisco do but uh, if you come into san francisco oasis one of the premier uh clubs destinations if you want to experience uh the community uh in san francisco yeah and they have all sorts of productions and right now they should go get tickets uh at your for your production yeah it's really fun we do a lot of um queer programming and drag shows uh vanilla and i also regularly perform at the saturday night show mother Mm -hmm. um do you have any of those coming up? I don't actually right now. I do. I'm going to be in the Freak Show on July 6th with Evie Oddly, but I'm performing with Peggy Legs, my drag mother. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. okay. That's right. The drag mother phenomenon. Tell mm-hmm. us about what, what that means. Well, I mean, in the drag world, because, you know, as gay people, we're kind of alienated sometimes from our own families. So as a necessity, we kind of gravitate towards other drag queens, especially when you're getting into drag. A lot of times an older queen will take you under her wing. Um, and then we all unconditionally or are there no 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 I mean my drag mother is very abusive she keeps me in a basement and, and very old me one cheese <gasps> it at a 
time. Oh so. yeah. Oh boy. She's, she might actually fly through the door right at any yeah, moment. I kind of hope she does. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a she while. Could. Yeah. But Sailor has many drag children as well. So, or Piranha. Yeah. I do have a handful of drag children. Sailor, um, you're so young though. I know. Well, I, I like to help the youths when I can. Actually, most of my children are older than me, um, but haven't been doing drag as long. I've been eight years now. My my makeup skills wouldn't show it, but uh, eight years. But no, wow. my my one of my drag children's snacks is the current Miss Star Search, the um, Heclina's pageant. Yes, she is. yeah, and I've got. Did a you know I won that in well. 2003? You won that in 2003. Oh yes, my gosh, that's I awesome. I won in 2017. Oh my god, it's I just didn't meant to win be that we're year. all here together. That's right. I did not even place the year I competed, but so, so vanilla. <laughs> yep. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I birthed a, I birthed a winner though. That's almost as good. I'm like the stage mom. Was it messy? Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my I don't God. have any drag children. I'm barren. So. You're barren. Yep. Well, you, you know, up. there's shots for that. I think. Oh, well that's okay. <laughs> you never I'd rather know. Not have the responsibility. <laughs> well, both of you look fabulous. I'm very inspired. Thank you. We're sun. We're like sunset colors today. Mm. Yeah, just uh, use your imagination. It's feeling very tropical. Yep. Yeah. yeah, if you stare directly into the sun, that's what we look like. Well, while we're staring into the sun now, you're wearing regular glasses, but you have sunglasses on. Uh, I walked here. Yes. <laughs> I love your sunglasses. <laughs> Take it's them UV off. Protection. So you're well protected. Uh, f- uh, will you guys help me with our next telephone interview? We've got to call Houston, Texas. Sure. Uh, this is, uh, we're going to be talking to half of this amazing production group called Dirty Disco, and they've had all these remix hits. Uh, they also release their own music um, with their own artists uh, on Billboard, and they've had many, many hits in the last few years. I'm going to learn more about it. They also own Hamburger Mary's in Houston and, oh, and nice. The Eagle. So if you're ever going to go to Houston, you want to know these folks. You do. They're super nice, super supportive. They're uh, JD. We're going to be talking to JD Arnold. He is uh, not only half of Dirty Discos, he's a legendary DJ in his own right. And he DJs at the Eagle. We're going to learn all about the new stuff that's going on for them and their pride. Houston, Texas, bring a little Southern hospitality. Oh, fabulous. To House of Pride Radio. But why don't we warm things up while we're getting him on the line with their, one of their latest remixes. It's such a, we're going for uh, gay anthems this summer. Uh, Here on the show today, we're going, trying to play some gay anthems. And I think we've got a a winner right here. Uh, It's from, uh, it's from Dirty Disco. It's a remix uh, from them. The song's called Proud and it features Heather Small, who was the lead singer from M People. Okay. Remember that group, fabulous group? Uh, no. Yeah. I might be a little yes, too young for that one. Of course we do. They sound fabulous, though. <laughs> so. Very right. excited. Well, check it out. I think this is a perfect theme song for the summer of 2019. We'll be right back with JD Arnold right here on Surprise Radio.
All right, all right. That is Proud Dirty Disco featuring Heather Small from M People. And uh, half of Dirty Disco is with us right now on House Proud Radio, the one and only, the legendary DJ himself, J.D. Arnold. Can you hear us? Hello, (laughs) Yes, I'm here. Hey, what have you done for me lately to make me feel proud? I have done an awful lot. We did Pride. (laughs) No, we're doing Proud. Yeah, I'm really proud of Proud. Yes, you guys are doing a lot over there in Houston. Tell us. Yeah, but it's also, uh, it's, it's Dirty Disco and Matt Consola. Matt Consola from Wishcraft Record, we put together this project. We got uh, Heather Small to go back in the studio, re-record those iconic vocals, and we're certainly feeling very proud right now. That's a good one. I love that song. That is a perfect, uh, I'm trying to play perfect pride songs for the summer of 2019, and, I, and that one definitely is makes the mark. And her voice is still absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. What was the big hit that they had at, with them people? What was that song? Uh, um, I, I think we should try and get her to uh, redo some of those old ones, don't you? Yes. <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm having a brain block. And M people had that big hit. What was it? Uh, which one? They have quite a few, you know. The biggest one in the States. I'm trying to think. I was, I think in the States it was, let me double check. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be this difficult, JD. Never mind. <laughs> oh, moving on up. <laughs> you, t- you did me wrong. Moving on up. Moving, and I'm moving on up. Uh, yeah, yeah okay, it's got it. We We're there. <laughs> Good Lord. It was just bothering me as a DJ. I needed to, like, sure. get it out of me. So, yes, moving on up. It was a great song. Great to see her back on the on the scene. And you guys are, like, in, in famous for doing that, bringing the divas back and making all the LGBTQ folks happy. Well, thank you. I'm glad uh, uh, <laughs> you realize that, yes, we are very proud to do that. <laughs> I think there are so many of those great divas out there that have incredible talent and amazing gay following that uh, we're really privileged to be able to bring some of them back. Yes. Now, um, tell us, tell us. I know we're talking about the music that you and your other half, uh, Mark, um, produce, but tell <laughs> My us. My other half in one sense. Yes, your professional husband, unlike your your the other husband who you've divorced. Uh, sorry to hear that, but you posted it all over Facebook. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Ask you, how's that going? Are you, are you in a happy happy place? <laughs> oh, he's happy. He's happy. You're taking it so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm heartbroken. Can't you tell? <laughs> are, you, uh, are you single still, or have you, like, shacked up with somebody already? <laughs> well, I did shack up with somebody, but, you know, it's just one of those that, you just can't believe everything he says. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I'm single. <laughs> you heard it right here on House of Pride Radio, ladies and gentlemen. J.D. Arnold, it's single. So. And what's your phone number? Yes. I'll say that again. Is your phone number available? Oh, I can give that to you, Vanilla. Oh, let me go around the room, J.D. I'm so rude. Oh, my God. I want to introduce. I, we have live guests. We have local luminaries uh, today. We have, uh, please say hello, uh, Vanilla uh, Meringue. Hi, Hello. I'm Vanilla Meringue. Nice How to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And last but certainly not least, uh, Sailor Galaviz. It's a pleasure. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you, too, Sailor. Sailor as in Sailor of the Seas. That's me. Seven Seas. All of them, babe. 
<laughs> All right, so Captain my boat. <laughs> we're we're going to be flying Sailor out to Houston next week. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. These these folks are super talented um, uh, performance artists, drag queens, performance artists. Yeah. Can they come perform That's at right. Hamburger Mary's sometime? Uh, you'd have to ask Mark about that. <laughs> All right, I will. That's, that's right, because uh, that's his side of the thing. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I wanted to ask you, J.D., tell us a little about your, your career as a DJ, because you're, you're well-known in certain parts of the world. Um, I started off in the U.K., then I moved to Holland, and then I came over to the States, basically, and DJed ever since I was 17. So it's been my lifelong career, which is a long life <laughs> and currently where where are you DJing is that the Eagle my residency is at the Eagle I'm there I do the upstairs Phoenix room with videos on Thursday and Friday and I play the main room downstairs on Saturdays and Sundays for uh, Dangerous Discos which is our most popular thing and I love every single night it's fantastic it's a wonderful place to work it's, the people there are so friendly it's fabulous. So come and visit. Yes. Do you guys want to take a trip over to Houston? Yeah, Absolutely. I'd love, to. love Texas. We'll talk to Mark about getting you gigs yeah. at it's Hamburger good. Mary's. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburger Mary's is doing great. I think you would love performing. Can you walk from Hamburger Mary's to the Eagle? Yes, you can. <gasps> it's just two blocks away. It's like that guy in the castro that I owns the, all the clubs. Like. like they own, like they, <laughs> okay. they have a niche in the gay market in Houston. I love and, it. And, and How large is the gay market in Houston? So Great question. Between walking the Eagle and getting over to Hamburger Mary's, lots of detours you can make. Great. Oh, lots of detours. Uh, Sayla has a question for you, JD. Yeah. How big is the gay scene in Houston? I haven't actually been. It is. Um, I think it's pretty huge. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite like it was when I first moved there in the early 80s when it ruled the South, but it's coming back strong. And, you know, with our prou uh, pride being so big now in Houston, I, it's, it comes back every year more and more. We are about to become the third largest city in the USA, overtaking Chicago. So keep that in mind. That's hard to believe. Wow. Yeah. Is that because you guys opened up a, another venue? It is, it's because of us. It's just because of us. Yes. They're all coming for Hamburger Mary's. It's the ha Hamburger Mary's no, effect. They're all coming because of the eagle. Get it right. Oh, the eagle. Right. It, I knew yes. it had to be one or the other. <laughs> That's a, I, who would have, I, bigger than Chicago? That's hard to believe. Chicago has a huge building. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in that one building. <laughs> they just have one, one tall building. <laughs> we have a massive downtown, and then we have a massive uptown, and then we have a massive medical center, which is the size of most small cities in America. Move over Atlanta. The new capital yeah. of the South is Houston, South. Texas. Well, we overtook Atlanta years and years ago, honey. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And wow. I love your voice, JD. So sexy. <laughs> Thank you. Are you sitting by your pool? Uh, actually, no, I'm sitting in the office because the dogs are out by the pool and they're really noisy. Ah. I have two Rottweiler puppies who are about 75 and 85 pounds now. 
I saw pictures on Facebook. Folks, you should check out JD's Facebook page. Um, where, do, where do you want people to come to uh, learn more about what you're doing, JD? Um, my Facebook page is probably the best, mm -hmm. or our SoundCloud, Dirty Disco. We have a Dirty Disco page on Facebook and uh, uh, my own personal, and Mark has his own personal as well, of course. You, you, Mark mm -hmm. really wishes he would have been with us tonight, but, uh, you know, he's always so damn busy. <laughs> Yeah, he's got businesses to run and things. I think on our last interview, you told me that Mark does the business side and you are the guy who is uh, more of the creative side. Would that be accurate? <laughs> well, we both do. No, we both do the artistic side, but he does the business side. I'm the lazy one of the two. He's the brilliant one. Let's, uh, let's talk. Mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I have another song here that you guys sent me. Um, let's talk about... The these guys are working with some of the top artists of the day, the day today, currently. And tell us about your um, remix, uh, what you put into it for the new Taylor Swift uh, release. Well, I, I just thought, you know, I watched her perform on, was it the Billboard Awards? Yes, she opened the Billboard Awards. And I, I kept thinking, oh my God, this is screaming for a club mix. And so we got to work straight away. And I think we turned it around into a really accessible gay club massive number one hit don't you we're about to find out what i aimed at mm -hmm. <laughs> we aimed at i think is it on the chart now on the dance chart do you know i hope so <laughs> <laughs> i've been in england i'm a little behind oh that's right you just got back um well yeah. uh, well we won't keep you uh any longer we want to say thank you for joining us again please uh come visit often here uh via your telephone uh folks we're going to uh play right now the uh, Taylor Swift song it's called me is that correct that is correct and thank you so much for having me back on you are very welcome can we get a nice round of applause for jd arnold all right thank you thank you guys thank you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. Ladies and gentlemen, if you thought the show was over, it's not. We still are going to talk to our local luminaries. And to top it off, we have Georgie Porgy from Chicago coming up. All this and more. Right now, Taylor Swift, me.